have missed out on some really fun stuff here. Sorry for the delay. Uh, but we have had some contention happening here on the show, per usual. Uh, I'm Bobby. This is episode 355. Joining me for day two of deliberations of casual categories, Chase Kennedy and Johnny Amazich. Hello. We have Hi. gone through... A lot of video games thus far. If you have not listened to day one, please go back and do so. We broke down 10 categories and had a lot of fun doing that. And tonight might just be as fun or could be a hell of a lot no less fun. fun. No fun will be. Um, no fun is probably where sure we're at. Just you, bickering you and doing a good job of that. <laughs> uh, we're going to get through a lot tonight. We hope that you enjoy what we have to talk about. We're going to be looking at things like technically terrible best moment in sequence Best debut. I wish I liked it more. Overachiever of the year. We're going to talk about some VR stuff. We're going to break down touchy feely of the year, and we're going to show off a handful of screenshots for you all. Before we round it up with best early access and our most anticipated games of 2024. So, if you haven't, what? I was just. I have a really quick suggestion. Yeah. Um, Maybe we should change our name from the casual hour mm -hmm. to uh, bickering and semantics hour. Sure. Yeah. Well, I mean, if we want to be accurate with the, the bitching and semantics, multiple hours. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fair. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Proceed. Yeah. Uh, speaking of terrible things, uh, we are going to be breaking down te some technically terrible video games. This is a new category for us. Um, two, three years ago. Johnny and I decided to jump over to PCs. And before that, I mean, that's honestly how we got the name the casual hour. Uh, we, we didn't really experience ports all that much. I mean, certainly there were some broken games that came out on console, but I think this year more than any, we've seen a lot of things come hot and heavy at a launch and in a state. And uh, it was not fun. It really was a, a bad year when it came to some of these broken video games and some downright just poor decision-making. And we want to highlight that tonight in this new category and get into some technicalities of why a game was terrible. We have a whole category about not liking something or wanting to like something more. There is a bit more of a rigidness to this. Um, and talking through and some know, of the I, busted I, shit. I play games on the Switch, so all, every game I play is tech. Can't be broken if it's broken when it arrives. Uh the Switch is where all the broken games go to live. That's what happens. This is True. just how things work. Uh, we have a handful to get through tonight to discuss. The first one on here is City Skyline 2. We have the gem crime, bo crime boss Rake City, Forspoken, Jedi Survivor, Payday 3, Redfall, Skull Island Rise of Kong, Starfield, The Day Before, The Last of Us Part 1, PC, the Lord of the Rings Golem, The Walking Dead, Destinies, and Wild Hearts. So I've got, a, I guess, a question to kind of kick us off here. What What yeah. is our criteria here? Is it the game that was most busted on launch? Is it the game that's still the most busted to this day? Is it a game that isn't even available for sale today? You know, uh, <laughs> I kind of feel like uh, until a week ago, this would have been a more... I don't know. Have we played every competitive game category? No. Um, did, any, no. did anyone play the day before? No, I didn't have okay. four. I mean, is, I was working is, the four hours. It was a video game. Fair enough. Is this a is this a category where we feel like we should have experienced how bad it was before? No, we I think a, a lot of these 
on the fringe, we could we could say, yeah, that looked terrible. Some of these I yeah. I did beat completely. Suffice it to say, I did I did not enjoy my time with it, and uh, I'll just call it out. Like Jedi Survivor for me personally was probably the most frustrating technical experience I've had in some time. That game I have. I have a very competent PC and that game crashed to desktop. I could not play it at all. And it was a pain in the ass to get through. But I thought the game was so good that outside of those problems, I was willing yeah. to go through it. And it it's the reason I can't put that game on my personal top 10 list. I, I had a, it was on there for a long time, but the state it came in was so unacceptable and so terrible that real hot. I will refuse to put it on my top 10, even though it, it is a, it would be, it would be, if this game would have yeah. came in, it would have been on there easily. And I think have that's they, a pretty big thing for me. Have they since gotten into yes. a state where yeah, okay. it's yeah. good now. So even, uh, even while I was playing it, uh, it got patched and performance vastly improved. Yeah. Uh, but totally. I was also playing on PS five uh, and I think PC was in a worse state mm-hmm. for, longer than consoles were um if this category was called actually terrible i think starfield would take it yeah um i hear that game's a seven so it's true there's nothing but i I, I think i don't know like Um, we could have called this like the studio the the most jpegs on twitter from a studio apologizing award or something like that too (laughs) (laughs) um i man wild hearts you couldn't play it I literally could not play it. It, no. it. This scripting broke during one of the uh, monster fights. And I think Bobby, didn't we try like. There's an audio times? thing. You had to like turn an audio thing off to get the game to even function for you. Yep. It was it was, it was real, so real busted, which was a shame because there was a, a fun loop in there. Um, that studio shut play... down now because of well, that game's done yeah. because of yep. this. Um. For spoken, I don't know. Like I, I didn't play it, but I also I feel the like the demo was bullshit. rough, dude. Yeah, it was. That's right. I did play the demo, and it was it was rough, 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 real stinky. Um, I mean, the standout here to me is Skull Island, Gollum, and the day before. That seems like the trifecta. Um, I I think that three, we we tried to play. And we're unable to matchmaking didn't work. Yeah. The servers were just completely for a online only game. We were unable to, to yeah, sign in. I think those... for, for multiple days, people were unable to play that. Game I, after I, I cannot, um, can we address like the elephant in the room really quick? Sure. The day before I'm sitting right here. I, I feel like there's something far more sinister with this thing than just being a technically broken game. Yeah, and I, they, and I know, feel like calling it a technically falsely, terrible. Yeah. Yes. Like I built think, with assets that have that are available, it, it seemed kind of shoddy the whole time. The game, the game, fucking terrible. It was terrible when it launched, but I, yeah. I feel that would be giving they, them they off the take hook. Pre-orders exactly, but they did certainly took money when it was available. Yeah, um, and they they were not refunding people. They say yeah. shit happens. Yeah, I mean, they, studio, and they just changed their them. name. <laughs> Yeah, this it's bad. So I they, they've shipped games before, though. I don't know any of their games. They personally. changed their names so that people wouldn't go review bomb. Yeah, yeah. Their previously published uh, works. 
I, I mean, um, I, I think I think this one hands down wins the category. Oh, yeah. But when it comes to our Game of the Year awards, yeah, I, I guess personally, I feel like it should be something that wronged us more specifically. Um, yeah. But but I mean, whatever whatever you guys think on this one, I, I know I know it sounded like Jedi really hurt Bobby in a in a very profound way. Yeah. The man who uh, loves Star Wars with his whole heart. Yeah. That's got to tell you a very large heart. It's a large uh, heart. It's not a wild think, heart. It's a large yeah. one. I mean, knowing that it it is not going to end up on your list. It, dude, pretty... I just can't. I can't justify it. Um, it's like vote with your feet, so, you know. Yeah. But so, also, uh, of all these games, that's that's probably one that plays the best today. Yeah, you say it does. Yeah. It like launched they, in they a bad fixed, state, so so that they, one also feels a little weird to me. Yeah, I, I don't know. How, I mean, how are you guys feeling it, in this category? I I mean, I think it goes to the day before for a lot of reasons. Let's, let's do that thing. I've said what I need um, to say about Jedi on record. You all know where I'm at. Yeah, you know why it won't be my top ten. Um, it's an, it's well, it's fixed wrong now. With the Last of Us. It just it was oh, a bad dude. It yeah, looked yeah. like the if the Skull Island stuff, Joel looked yeah. like King Kong from Skull Island. Oh <laughs> a lot of it. Uh you it, think you think they just I mean, since they just put the same game out again, you, you think it would wouldn't be hard to make it better. They they had this was outsourced, I'm pretty sure, by yeah, Naughty Dog to another mm-hmm. team. And so Well, so like Grand Theft Auto definitive edition kind yes, of shit. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. Let's give it to the la- the the day before. And hey, Redfall was a real piece of shit, wasn't it? <laughs> it was. Red, Redfall I sucked. I had a real bad time when we played that. Uh, I, I'm fine. Yeah, I'm fine giving it to the day before. Right. Yeah. They, yeah. Uh, Fuck the day they before. Quote unquote, Cross out everything else it. here. <laughs> yeah, they sure do. Man, to Starfield, go from I mean that I I still might. <laughs> <be Starfield, so. laughs> no, no, you don't. I might. I, I might. I, won't I don't even think put, I'll enjoy it. But I won't even put that on. I wish I liked it more because I don't. I didn't want to like it, and I don't like it. And <laughs> yeah, going back, I really, I really should have just said that instead of Baldur's Gate three for my backlog game. No, nope. like I really want to get to Starfield next year. Congratulations to the day before. Go fuck yourself. C- congratulations. <laughs> we're we're all Bethesda haters here now, Chase. Thank you. One I'm, of us. I'm glad to be a trendsetter. All right. Another one that we certainly won't argue about is best oh, moment boy. or sequence. Can I read this one off? You certainly can. Why don't you set up the fine folks out there on sure. what the hell this is? Uh, so best moment or sequence. Uh, this is the best bit of a game. It could be a cutscene. It could be a level. It could be some amazing set piece. Uh, generally, we're looking for a moment that would be experienced by the average player. Uh, less anecdotal. Here's a crazy thing I did with my build, but we are willing to he- hear arguments. Um, and the the list is Alan Wake 2, Herald of Darkness, uh, which if you watch the Game Awards, you may have oh, seen that before. Sorry, also, sorry to cut yeah. you off. This is your spoiler warning. Like, yeah. for, if, yes. for, Thank for you, the Chase. people who care about this, like we're reading these off. We have a list here on the screen. So if you if like, don't look at the screen, stop looking at the screen. Uh, uh, but if you worry, if you're worried about spoilers He's covering your for, own camera. for a lot of these yeah. games, this is this is this, thank the you, time Chase. This is the... to, to duck out. Get the fuck I, out I of Dodge. I don't really care about spoilers, but uh, I know some people some are people really do. worried about them. Yeah. This is the time we're going to talk about everything. There are a handful of, not a handful, most of these games I haven't played. People, we're going to have to explain the context of these moments and why they were cool. This is your opportunity to get the fuck out. Yep. Thank you. Um, continue, Johnny. All right. Uh, Alan McTwo, Herald's Darkness. 
Alan Wake 2, The Summoning Ritual. Armored Core 6, Fires of Rubicom, Scaling the Strider. Baldur's Gate 3, Redacted Moments I Should Have Been Able to Talk About, but instead I got to hear about over 200 hours spent in Destiny and Street Fighter. Hmm. Uh, that's weird. I don't remember little, that moment. Little, Maybe little I haven't gotten there yet. I'm only an actor. Sure. A little on the nose. A little accurate. Um, Chance of Sinar, The Final Chase. Cocoon, The Solar System. Cocoon, Shooting a Laser Through Multiple Worlds. Dave the Diver, Upgrading Anything with Duff. Diablo 4, Call Her Home. Everspace 2, Bobbing Your Head to the Hyperspace Travel Song. Fire Emblem Engage, Knocking an Arrow or Knife out of the Air with Your Weapon. Hi-Fi Rush, Roquefort's Reveal, Pineapple on Pizza, the whole thing. <laughs> CSRs, using Moonring for the first time. Spider-Man 2, Becoming Venom. Star Wars Jedi, Survival, Star, Jedi Survivor, Flying with Marin. Starfield, Uninstalling Starfield. <laughs> Super Mario Brothers Wonder, Becoming an Elephant. Uh, these next four are from Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. We have Entering the Depths, Fighting Motherfucking Dragondorf, Getting to the Wind Temple, and launching yourself out of your first tower. Uh, from Vimba, we have launching, is it Patu? I believe Putu? that is what it is. Uh, viewfinder, creating a paradox, and viewfinder using the camera. Those are the nominees. I do, I do want to make a point that I, despite the editorializing in there, I told Bobby multiple times he should put the Baldur's Gate moments he thinks should be on here on here. Uh, he's uh, choosing to redact them. Yep, I'm not going to talk about the moments in Baldur's Gate 3 for a couple of reasons. One, I don't want to spoil things because the game is that pure and that good. Two, I also understand in the spirit of recognizing what this is about, Baldur's Gate 3 was a game I puppeted into becoming something I wanted it to be. And yeah. while these experiences might have happened within some beats that I think we can all be like, oh, Chase, when you get to this part, we need to talk. But because I made it about me in this game yeah. and my story, it's a very personal thing. Right. So it's more like, hey, what happened when you got here? Because right. yes. like I, I, we have a clip. It wasn't one of our clips of the year, but there is a clip. I think we even referenced it last time that, that I watched and thought was very funny. Uh, Bobby was like some druid kind of character where you change yourself into a bear and then you did like a big belly flop from a yes. really tall rock onto yes. an enemy. It's quite good. Uh, and it's extremely cool, but kind of like what we said, that's a that's a very, hey, this is a cool thing I did with my build, and you had to be in a yep. very specific spot, and not everybody's going to have that experience when they play Baldur's Gate 3. So I, I get that, but, but um, sounds I, like a cool game. Sounds I will like shame a, a both of you. might put on a backlog for his, for his yeah. next year's game. Yeah. I should, we should have been able to talk about it this year because it's so special. Uh, uh, that's your fault for uh, you forced me to buy a collector's edition that doesn't even come out this year it's really for, bobby's fault that we can't talk about it for the games that have multiple yep. things here do we want to try and whittle those down before yeah uh, that's always a good place get rid of the summoning ritual you know that shouldn't be up against herald of darkness I know. get I rid know. of it that but it was go. really cool. I don't know what's happening. It was really fucking cool. It was cool, but get rid of it. Um is that what the reference at the game awards? It was. Uh, wow. Okay, I was a guess. That was a total yeah. guess. <laughs> yeah, I said that, Chase. I said you may have seen this at the Game Awards. Oh, okay. um, as far as Cocoon guess, goes, Chase, um, yeah. tell me about those moments. Yeah, I, I can tell you about shooting through a laser through multiple worlds because uh, that's yeah. the one I put up there. Um, so in in the game, you you have these like the general thing about about uh, Cocoon is that you have these orbs that you're yes. carrying around. I played it for an hour, so I, like, yeah, I, yeah. 
for the audience as well. I mean, this is an audio podcast. Somebody wants to know about Cocoon. Uh, you can put them on specific plates, and then you can go into those orbs, and inside the orb is its own world. And there is some recursion stuff that can happen where you can put multiple orbs inside an orb and then inside those orbs. Um, and at one sequence, I would say this is probably about halfway into the game, one orb that you get, the last one you get, is uh, can shoot lasers when it's on a specific thing and there's a couple puzzles where you have to shoot a laser in a specific spot to get it to hit a thing so it opens a door for you whatever that's fine and then there's a spot where you have to shoot the the laser into one of the orbs and then you go into that world and you have to manipulate something to let the laser come into that orb and and then hit something specific and i thought oh that's pretty cool that's an interesting thing but the one that started to break my brain in ways that I really liked was there was a sequence where you had to set up a bunch of worlds in a row mm -hmm. and it shot a laser. And I wasn't even thinking about it. I was thinking about like a different part of the puzzle and going like, oh, well, yeah, I'll shoot this laser. It goes into the world and then, you know, we'll figure out what I have to do in that world. And then it kind of clicked of, wait a minute. I have it set up in a line. So it's going to go into this orb and then it's going to go into the orb that's in the other orb. <laughs> and then it's going to go into the world of that other orb. And you just get these layers where, where I went, oh, fuck, this game is so smart. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and, and it was just super cool to me. I, I yep. had such a great time. There are some other amazing moments of Cocoon. But like from a, just a mechanical standpoint, that was certainly my favorite. Now, Bobby, did you put Solar System on here? I did. What what exactly is that moment? So just to help me out here. That's I, the end of the game. game. Okay, gotcha. So at the end of the game, and this is a big spoiler, but these orbs that you're carrying are fucking planets. <laughs> and so you get to the end and all these planets begin to go into orbit and you've become this fucking kaiju ginormous creature guardian of the universe watching the solar system. And you've just, it's such a fucking awesome moment okay. and how it zooms out and just kind of reveals you growing into this like ominous fucking creature. It's so goddamn cool. Like it is a moment for the crescendo to a very somber video game. It was done beautifully, hmm. but Chase's point, I would say that's a very I mean, cool thing to see in the game. And, and it's a tough call because because the one that Bobby is is stumping for is a really awesome story moment in that game. Mm -hmm. And the one I like is a really mechanical uh, part of that game. Like a really, uh, can't remember the word I'm looking for, but like. You know, I, I would go with Chase's. There's, I've got a bigger dog in this fight. Okay. And uh, I would, I, Chase's is awesome. Yeah. Cocoon, awesome game. People should play there, Cocoon. Yes. <laughs> Uh, so I think the only other one, let's do viewfinder really quick. Um, so I, I put using a camera because I think that was such a fucking beautiful moment for me to yeah. be like, I can do anything I want pretty much with yeah. this mechanic. It, it opens, it opens the play space mm -hmm. to, to like, yeah. Oh, this is kind of like a portal game to, Oh, this is really like a, portal game but in a different way and holy shit like it's just oh, like the best cool fucking reveal yeah. like it's such it just, a reveal in this it just game. makes you think about the game in an entirely different way as soon as it happens it's like oh i'm yeah. playing this 
Yeah. Yeah. Like, and that's the one we're going to end up keeping because the the paradox one is is kind honestly kind of a little bit underneath what Bobby's talking mm-hmm. about because the the making a paradox the ba- the basic premise of viewfinder is you have to go through these more or less rooms. They're they're much more open. They don't feel like rooms exactly, but they're they're basically like portal rooms. And you have to get um batteries to sit on a plate and then that opens up a portal so you can go to the next room. Um, what happens though, is when you have the camera, you can take a photo of something and then you can slap that photo onto the world and it changes the geometry of the world behind it, behind Mm. the photo that you took. And, and so something that you can do, uh, uh, accidentally as the case may be with me is you can, uh, just clip out the, the, the plate (laughs) like, Oh, I, I accidentally put a photo, uh, all over the plate. And the world just kind of goes like, oh, oh, God, what'd you do? Uh, where it's like, this this level's unsolvable because you're a fucking idiot. Uh, you, you you destroyed the part of the world you needed to get to the next level. And and the game has like a rewind function where you can just yeah, it's uh, a very good one. zip right back to it. Yeah, very analog rewind yeah. function that's quite cool. Um, but you can always undo your mistakes. But there was, there was just that moment of like, oh, oh, I just completely fucked this up. Yeah. Oh, that, oh, that's cool. And they they accounted yeah. for that too, yep. uh, and I I thought that was neat. But like the 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 more general, how fucking cool is this camera? I think I think makes more sense for the moment overall. Agreed. All right, so we're gonna keep the Not camera the real on. fight, the Zelda one. Uh, yeah. So as Johnny said, we had entering the depths, fighting motherfucking Dragondorf, getting to the Wind Temple, and launching out of your first tower uh, i didn't fight dragondorf i don't i don't know what that i mean i know what that is but i i also don't know what that is that one would need to be explained to me which so is fine this, I'm happy to have yeah you. this is again spoilers but when you're fighting ganondorf he you get to a point where he has basically two health bars per usual but then the fight escalates in such a badass way. So there's this thing called a spirit stone in the game. It's what connects to basically the, the sages that gives them their abilities. And if the, the, the legend is if you eat this, you become an immortal dragon. And so if you just wear it, you get these things and you get your ability, but mm-hmm. he's in this fight and fucking, he's getting his ass stomped and he yep. just fucking grabs a moment of desperation he's like eats this fucking stone he eats the dragon balls (laughs) and he becomes this huge fucking dragon massive fucking dragon that you end up going up above hyrule castle on the back of another dragon who is fucking princess zelda and that's how they brought the broken master sword back to where it's at because she took it back in time and ate the stone and fucking impaled herself with the master sword. And so when you find the sword in the game, you have to land on the back of a dragon and pull the sword out of its head and not knowing it's Zelda, but that was princess Zelda the whole fucking time. And she's been this immortal dragon, even back in fucking breath of the wild. These dragons were already there in time. And so you're on the back of her as a dragon flying upwards, holding the master sword going toe-to-toe with Ganondorf as an immortal dragon, and it's fucking awesome. It's it is, a really cool fight. It's so good. It's so yeah, good. As, as somebody who only got to the third temple, uh, or only beat three temples of of uh, Tears of the Kingdom, uh, that sounds fucking wild. It was <laughs> It's awesome. crazy, man. 
it's, it's crazy. Uh, I should I should probably go back. Um, especially like that's a really good game. Not to you know not to harp on the Switch, but it's able to have these moments yeah. despite being restrained uh, by the hardware, and I, I think that makes it all the more impressive. Um, it has those moments because of the restraint of now, the hardware. It yes. really I will to, say. I'm fine getting rid of fighting Dragon Dwarf, even though it was insanely cool. Mm-hmm. I think that there's some things that we've all bonded on pretty heavily. I, I, think, you'd, I think you'd really like anime. If, if, <laughs> if these if these are moments you think are cool, have I got some anime to show you? Um, it was really fucking cool. But I, I would say I love getting the Wind Temple. To me, yeah. if we're talking about things that represent us and that we fucking texted each other and talked about on the show at length it's going into the depths of the first time we're getting launched out of a cannon yeah i like i I think it's down to those reading that list and when i got to looking at it like that was such a fucking cool moment and yeah um so uh let me let me quickly give my little elegy to the getting to the wind temple because that's, oh, that's you don't have to about. sell me on that one it was fucking oh, awesome. so good it's so uh good. it's it's just like a bunch of blocks in the sky and mm-hmm. and you've had to like find a way to fly up to this area and and it's it's windy and it's scary because mm-hmm. if you fall you're gonna fall a long fucking way yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um and and at that point you have you have like your wind powers from from Windman, I forgot his. I forgot yes. his name. Windman. Uh, Windman, yes. Uh, yeah, Kojima's Windman. Also Windman. Mega Man boss. <laughs> <laughs> um, wind bird. Bur- this is Zelda wind. Windman. He needs a yeah. package delivered. Norman Reedus. Burning wind. That's a that's a golf anime. Um, anyway, uh, you you have his power, so you can do some better hovering and flight stuff. And it's just this extremely long dungeon before the dungeon, where mm-hmm. you just making little progress and because it's all out in the open it's just these blocks living in the air you can see where you're gonna go and it's just this very long buildup of man i think i'm almost there and you're really like trudging up to the to the top of the and the music quote unquote peak in this way the music is fantastic you're you're mm-hmm. bouncing off of stuff you have ships that are kind of flying around that you're bouncing off it's of like being inside of a tornado almost right yeah yeah it's it's really really cool uh, and eventually you do get up in that tornado uh, when you actually get to the wind temple and, and fight the boss, which I, the boss fight I think is also, despite being kind of a pain in the ass, it's, it's just very cool. It's to be fucking very fucking awesome. Boss fight. Um, it's very, it doesn't feel like a Zelda boss fight because it is so mechanically different from, I think it's probably of one of the best Zelda fights, boss fights of all time period like yeah i mean I, again i died to it a lot because some of the mechanics i found uh, to be a little bit bullshit but for the most part i was like holy shit this is so cool yes. um so i really had this kind of profound climbing the mountain uh moment with that that i really enjoyed and it made me think about journey which mm-hmm. you know zelda is not like journey <laughs> i mean it's got some moments like that but uh this idea especially at the end of journey when you were just making that slow slow climb to the very peak and and it just feels very you feel determined like man mm-hmm. i really accomplished something when you get to the top of that uh but for zelda it's like yeah you made it to the top okay do the dungeon now I'm like oh oh right oh right yeah. there's a there's a fucking dungeon yeah. <laughs> i feel like you should have just given me the item at the I very know. end yeah God, like, it was this, so good this was the dungeon 
It's like um, one of those trials that you get to the end. It's like, hey, good job. Here's your reward. <laughs> right. Uh, so I had a I had a fantastic time. That was the first dungeon I went to, and Same. so it it made me feel really really excited about where that that game was going to go, and and it was just a big moment for me. But but I agree. the The other two are are probably a little bit more um, representative of Tears of the Kingdom as a game, and so I'm I'm fine with either of them, which are both great. Games. I gotta say that the tower is fucking incredible. It really is something just of beauty, but. I had no idea the depths were the depths. Yeah. Oh, when it that, dawns on you that, hey, this yeah. is as big as the entire But you're going world. down in that fucking blah, that place, mm-hmm. like when you get to that certain point and you land, and it's like, wait a second. And one the, generally begets the other. Like, you go up into that tower and you fly up, and, and there's I, usually, like, the first tower that you're at, there's a, one space where it's like, what's that dark spot on the ground? Yeah. yeah and then you, you kind of glide over there, and then... For me, it's like I just kept going down, and, and like you said, yeah. the yes. music changes. You go, what's supposed to be down here? here? <laughs> and and you get to the bottom, and and that is I mean, that that goes back to the marketing of the game, where you have Dude, to they didn't talk about look it. at huge Hyrule here, yes. Hyrule so fucking big. Uh, and then Tears of the Kingdom is like, yeah, you know, Hyrule's fucking big. You know what else is big? The sky. We made yes. like a whole world in the yes. sky for you. And and so you go in thinking, wow, they doubled they doubled the size of Hyrule. Isn't that crazy? Yep. And then they said, hey, hey, come here, come here, come here. What if we tripled it, you motherfucker? And, <laughs> and you go, what? What, what if they make do? the sky not even feel relevant? It's it's such a it's such a cool. It is the moment of Tears of the Kingdom, in in that everyone is going to experience this and figure out like, oh, holy, holy shit, look at what they did, mm-hmm. and it's it's fantastic. I, yeah, and I don't and mind how much more sprawling it is. Oh man, and and finding, uh, like there's so many little hidden areas where I would find like armor and stuff. Like I was almost always rewarded for seeing, like for trying to push myself a little bit further, make it a little bit deeper down in there, yeah. find that next candle, and then realizing, oh, all these roots are where the shrines are on the mm-hmm. map up above. And it's just it's so different barriers to different mm-hmm. places of like, oh, OK, I have to actually I, go over here in the overworld to get to the underworld. Yeah. And, when you get to like the go- the fire temple, uh, yeah. like that is in the depths. And to go and find that is is an ordeal on its on its own. It's it's a and it's a, like a totally different kind of game. Uh, it's almost like it is it is it's kind of like three different games it's hey it's the zelda you know and love on this layer it is like a new weird fly zelda up here isn't that kind of cool and then the depths turns into this weird survival kind of game i just immediately thought about low rule immediately sure yeah yeah it's waiting for uh waiting for the bunny guy yep yep so for me i think it's like going out of the tower is fucking incredible but i think it's the depths for me yeah on, on, i agree on those. honestly honestly the rest of these moments are going to have to be real real fucking good to be going into the depths the first time it, i mean I, there's a few that we want to like call out to say like something cool about i'm down for that but for me it, it's between herald of darkness and entering the depths and yeah. i i would yeah. probably side with the depths more but uh, yeah. i mean this is this is like this is a time so, for us to talk about some so of these Chase, things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can I, we want to talk. Can about. I? Can I break down what Herald of Darkness is? I mean, you, well, you, hang, hang on. Let's let's cut or, some shit first. Like, okay. Let's get down because right. yeah, I yeah. Got, I kind of want to give these moments their flowers, understanding that this we don't want this podcast to go on for fucking ever. And it's I think to do that. Um, 
I'll just I'll shout out uh, the Jedi Survivor one really quickly. It's just it was it's very an good. Incredi- it's an incredible action set piece where uh, you're fighting this giant mechanical thing being controlled by uh, the Empire and Marin, your companion, basically uses her power, her force powers in conjunction with your force powers to basically fly you and wall run and slide and jump and like do all of this crazy. It felt like something from Uncharted is the best way I can think to describe it. It was just this incredibly well-produced action set piece that was so much fun. Uh, So much fun that I watched the whole sequence again today. Uh, (laughs) And I think it's just worth mentioning, but we can, we can cut it because it's not my favorite thing on here. Um, I would... uh, pineapple on pizza. Pineapple on pizza is uh, an amazing game. It takes you ten minutes max, if not five. Uh, the whole thing is cool and kind of in a similar vein to Bobby, because it takes so because it's so fucking short. Just just play the thing. It's really yeah, cool. Yeah. It's free. It's not. It's not going to beat. It's not going to beat anything here. But it is. It's a cool thing. Go play pineapple on pizza. Like like Johnny said, it's free. Do it. uh, I'm gonna get rid of Diablo. Uh, Call Her Home was a fucking, it's the opening cinematic where you meet Lilith and she comes out and there's these curtains behind her. And as it zooms out, you realize that all the curtains are just her skin being held up and pulled back behind her. It's very hot. And uh, she starts to walk forward and it like pulls the curtain skin up. And it's this whole ritual called Call Her Home. It was very cool, but it can go. Did they put that into the Call of Duty skin? No, it, would, it was too big. Oh, too much okay. skin. You had to yeah. do it over multiple skins. Um, I, I'll cut Fire Emblem as well. I, I just think that's a really fun little mechanical moment that's there. Uh, barely even a mechanical moment. It's just sometimes enemies will shoot you with uh, arrows or they'll throw knives at you. And in this one, they've added a little animation that if you have, that if you are going to miss like in fire emblem something can miss if it's a lower enough chance um but instead of just avoiding the thing like you'd see in an animation for another fire emblem kind of game in this one they'll just knock it out of the fucking air with their weapon and it was it was really cool when i noticed that i was like oh shit that's a that's a really cool little animation that's that's neat um so i i thought it was very cool it's it's such a small moment in the grand scheme of things it's it it does not matter but i i enjoyed it immensely as, I, as an animation that I had to see many times during that game, it was one I never got tired of. I'm going to cut Spider-Man 2 becoming Venom. Uh, being Venom rules always, and uh, the, the payoff there in that game is very, very short and good. Johnny, how did it feel to uninstall Starfield? Felt so good. Came home from the Grand Canyon. I was sick. I was so sick with sinus infection and ear infection, and... I sat down on my computer and it's like, wait, I don't want to play this anymore because I had been playing it while I was on vacation because I brought my son's Xbox with me. And the more I played it, the more I realized, like, I don't know if this is any fun. Is it possible and, that Starfield got you sick? Yes. You know, okay. it's very possible. Either that or the dry desert air mm. and my allergies, but Maybe I'm going to say Starfield. Uh, yeah, that was obviously a joke. Um, but fair. So I did. Yeah. Uh, yes. I think, uh, I'm good to get rid of hi-fi rush Rook Fort's reveal. It's really cool. It's one, all the bosses are very well done in hi-fi rush and Rook Fort is a werewolf 
that turns into a robotic werewolf. Okay. So it's this giant, very kick-ass fight with him in that state. And it's done. Like the music, of course, is very good. Uh, But visually, it is just a feast to get through. And it's probably my favorite fight in the game. And holy shit, Chase, it, you know, I, I will tell you, I don't know a lot, but it's very anime uh, when you get to that part. And I oh, think it's one of anime all over. Yeah, I think I think you would very much you should look up that fight at yeah. least to see what that's about. Yeah, it's I, very I might good. do that. And I, I know that game has like some accessibility options to make it easier mm-hmm. to, to just get through the rhythm stuff. Um, and and I, I liked the bit of rhythm stuff that I played. I'm just usually garbage at that stuff to the point of. It's it's hard to get excited about going back into Hi-Fi Rush. So yeah, I, I think watching watching something like that on YouTube just see the moment would be would be something. Uh, I uh, oh go ahead. Uh, I'm gonna cut Chance as well. Chance okay. is, Chance is cool. There's a lot of cool moments in Chance. That final chase is kind of a a, a fake out at one point, and mm-hmm. uh, it's you just go through a lot of that game where you go like, oh yeah, there's a, there's a lot of really cool shit in this game, and that that final chase kind of kind of puts a lot of it together. I think uh, I'm I'm good to get rid of Armored Core Six. That's really neat because you start that level and there's a giant fucking thing that's mountainous in the back, yeah. and it keeps getting closer. And then you're like, "Oh, you're going up on that," and yeah. I thought and that was neat. If you're if you're me, you fall down it yeah, at least course. three times. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's it actually felt a lot. And this is coming from the guy who absolutely played a ton of Elden Ring. Uh, Johnny, there's an Elden Ring boss fight where you're kind of like running through like a deserty mm-hmm. area as this guy is shooting fucking beams at you We're the done. whole time, right? Before yeah. you, you yes. get up and, and fuck him up. So this yep. this was very much like that moment where they've got this big giant laser on this on this strider as you're as you're going to it, and you have to zip out of the way as and avoid these huge laser blasts. Uh, it's it's a great moment. There's a lot of really cool moments in in Armor Totally. Yes. Um, but yeah, I, I, I'm going to cut. I think it doesn't hang with with our our big two here. Dave the Diver also. Um, Duff is a bit of a weeb. And anytime you upgrade something with Duff, there is a very anime-esque. Great. I think Bobby likes anime. I want to say anime have in another category where we talk. Where we, I should have just kept every anime that Bobby oh, uh, no. explained. And we could have figured out which one he explained the best. And or which and one was his favorite. I'll also cut Everspace 2 because it's very personal, but that is a fantastic oh, song. I can hear it in my head. And, and it's just bump, bump, bump. Like mm-hmm. you just like groove so hard vibe, to it. It's, man. it's a vibe. I, I love you. I, I mean, I know I'm glad we talked about them, but yeah. do we really think the viewfinder or the cocoon moments are going to be no. together too? No, no I'll get rid of the, nope. the viewfinder one. Nor the elephant. Yeah, elephant can go. Mario Wonder. Uh, uh, what what's the Venba one? That's the one where you make the rocket. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, that's I cool. thought cool. I thought because like there's a lot that happens there. You're, I think that's when your character really starts to embrace a culture that they have been trying to avoid a bit. It's a very tender and very good moment. Yeah, it, it's like the kind of compromise that's going mm-hmm. on. Like the kid, the kid feels weird being different uh, from his classmates, and he wants to be, uh, you know like like the white people and yep. and she's trying to get him excited about their own cultures and their own cooking and and so when he's like oh i just want pizza i think he says pizza he's like can we just get pizza yep and she's like what if we made a fucking rocket instead yep. he's like, what <laughs> and and then they they get to make the the rocket style food and he's he's very excited by it it was um, cool it, it's still a losing battle he's still 
he still kind of wants to get away from his culture. But for that one moment, that child was was hooked on Indian culture. All right, Johnny, tell him about We Sing. Yeah, before we give it to Entering the Depths. Um, so this this is a moment in Alan Wake where you are playing as Alan Wake, uh, not a saga, and you keep coming back to this TV studio, uh, the in-between place with Mr. Door. Mr. Door is a late night host and uh, the old gods of Asgard are a band and Alan is trying to find his way out of the dark place. And in this On sequence, like a talk show stage. Yes. Yes. Um, and while he's in the studio, uh, it's, it's later on in the game. You, I think you are like climb down right from like a area up above a stage and you are walking down some stairs and this yep. music kicks off. And it's this FMV of the guy that plays Alan Wake and Mr. Door and the band uh, and uh, the old guards of Asgard. Case Casey. Yep. Uh, Cold Case Casey singing this song. It's much like what and kind of like the ashtray maze in Control. Oh, where cool. another game I didn't play. Yes. No, it's it, very helpful. It's exactly the fucking song and choreography that you saw at the Game Awards chase. Yeah. But yeah, they're I, I they're. They're guiding you through this level through the use of this song. And it has three different distinct phases talking about what's happening mm. as you are in those moments in the it's, game. It's so good. And they'll even like have little dances where they're pointing to show you like, <laughs> hey, you need to go this way. And it's such a cool incorporation of FMV into gaming. Oh, I yeah. think that the, the work that they do with that stuff is so unique and sets them apart from other developers um it, it's probably my favorite moment in the entire game yeah the game easily full, I would of, hope so. full <laughs> of memorable moments um if there was a moment you like better in alan wing 2 we should be talking about that one instead. Well, so, absolutely yeah, yeah. Um, i'm glad that was your favorite that's the, i've listened to that song so many fucking times uh it's it's stuck in my head i love that moment i love that game is it I better than Zelda? I, I was Chase. I was just going to say, yeah, I think that we should give it to Zelda. Agreed. Yeah. I, I mean, it's it sounds cool. I, I have to admit, I kind of uh, glazed over at the Game Awards when that was happening because I don't know anything about the game. It just all looked like weird, dumb shit to me. But uh, in the context of the in game, the best that, sounds quite, that sounds quite cool. Yeah. Congratulations to the best moment entering the depths and tears of the kingdom. A well-deserved one. That's Lots of good moments. Threw Bobby a bone on one of these. Awards. Thank you. <laughs> uh, best debut. This is a category that we have uh, long discussed here at the show, but this is about <laughs> a game that's not out. a sequel or a new entry into an existing franchise. This category celebrates originality in gaming, which that's kind of interpretive. But uh, anyway, uh, gaming would be dominated by sequels and adaptations. We've got a handful to get through here. Against the Storm, Cassette Beast, Back Chance of Sonar. Keep going. Okay. Uh, Cocoon, keep going. Dave the Diver, Dredge, Hi-Fi Rush, Humanity, Jusant, Leica, Age Through Blood, Lies of P, Nova Lands, Outpath, RoboQuest, Sea of Stars, Shadow Gambit, The Cursed Crew, Showgunners, Subpar Pool, The Finals, Venba, Viewfinder, Warhammer, 40,000 bolt gun, which I thought was supposed to be off there. Yep. And Word Factory. All right. Cool things. 
lot of cool things. I will go ahead and cut a few things while we have Johnny away. Sure. Uh, I'm going to get rid yeah, of Nova Lance. Right? Yeah. Nova Lance is awesome. Uh, they're still adding some stuff into it. For us to be able to cut it. Yeah, that's true. Uh, Nova Lance is one that you checked out with me. It's the one where you build like the drones between things that yeah, help yeah. automate. Mm-hmm. It's cool, but it can go. And uh, I just cut Nova Lands, Johnny. That's the only thing you missed. Okay. Uh, Sorry, I'm going to get... You're good. the kid in the bed. Um, cool. I'm going to get rid of uh, Word Factory also. I think Word Factory is... That, that was a cool thing. It's a very it cool game. Cool. It's yeah. very cool. Uh, I think that game is neat. You're making whole ass letters out of the letter I, which is a lot of fun. And you use the factory and automation to do that. Very short very very cool reminded me a lot of like bender from futurama as, mm-hmm. as you're like bending girders oh like yeah you have to bend bend this eye make it an l throw it out oh yeah please insert girder um yes we can cut the finals cut, okay yeah that's exactly <laughs> what i was gonna say um i the finals is fucking awesome uh it's what i hear it's so much fun um but there is at least one of the game that I feel more strongly about on this list. Uh, but if you're listening and you like first person shooters, and if you are a fan of, of older battlefields, I, I really cannot recommend that game enough. It is so fun and it's free. You guys, you guys played that on the most recent casual Friday. No, we, we tried, tried to, to. Oh. <laughs> they were having some server issues. Um, we just oh, went back, should, we went we back to rest during turns. Terrible. We can. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's because there were too many people trying to play. Um, but is that not the problem with payday? No, maybe I don't know. That game, this that series is very popular. Okay. Um. Anyway, um. Uh, Liza, uh, Liza P. Like I, Bobby, you played more of that than I did. I think. Yeah, um, I, I, I think this one. I mean, I, I'm not going to push for it to win, but they finally made something that's people will talk about in the same conversation as a Dark Souls game or yeah. Bloodborne, and there's been a lot of people trying to, to chase that that clout and from what i'm seeing from people who are very precious about that genre liza p has now become a name that is respected and able to be in the same conversation so i think from it, a, it's wild to me and that that game felt like a joke when previous, oh yeah, um, yeah like the, people the looking at this yeah. going like what the fuck was, what they doing pinocchio this, this little what? pinocchio boy like this yeah. whole this timothy it's, chalamet looking motherfucker we're supposed to believe him as dark souls uh protagonist and and then it came out. Turns out like, oh, I still think Johnny, good. you got to play that. Like that, I know has, that's I know. something that you will like. Uh, I I can also cut uh, Shogunners here. Really strong debut for a game that kind of came out of nowhere for me. That's the game show esque uh, turn based XCOM style. Really cool style. Really cool execution. Uh, underneath it, I'm going to cut Subpar Pool. Subpar Pool, a neat a neat idea. Uh, looks really cool. Just not not going to be the other games on here yeah uh let's get rid of outpath this game's awesome uh single dev did a really cool like demo prologue you could download and then launch this thing by by themselves this year uh beautiful game really cool strong overwhelmingly positive reviews on it um neat stuff for sure very neat. it does a lot of things that you're familiar with in a survival game but very cool nonetheless Oh man, 
Oh man, stuff. There's a uh, lot of cool things on here. Yeah, I'm gonna get rid of Shadow Gambit. There's okay. a. It's a. It is a in the same uh, studio that has made uh, Shadow Tactics and things of that nature. So it's not the exact same thing by any stretch, but there is a character from one of those games that they brought over as a pirate, like a dead pirate in this, which is fun as DLC that just launched like last week. Um, but I'll get rid of it. It's, it's very cool. Uh, me, me, me shut down right after they put this game out for mental health reasons. And uh, I just wanted to give them a lot of love uh, for this. They, they did some really cool stuff. Uh, I believe Dredge has Dave the Diver characters in, so we can probably just cut that one, right? That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's DLC with those two. I mean, I feel like I'm I'm absolutely going to have to do some heavy lifting here. I'm going to get rid of uh, probably one more before I start to ask you guys for some help here. I'm going to get rid of Leica, Age Through okay. Blood. I played this late in the year. It came out in October. It's made a very strong impression on me, and I think... It seems rad. It's so fucking good, guys. Like, this game rules so hard. I really would love for you to check it out. Um, but just other stuff on here that I think has made a, a very big impact on the industry. Yeah. I mean, I, I got to be honest, just from, from my perspective, and, and I'm sure there are other worthy games on here, and we'll talk about them, but I'm not saying they suck and we should cut them. But the, the ones I am gravitating towards are Chance, Cocoon, Jusant, and Venba, and Viewfinder. Like those, those are just the ones that have been sticking with me quite a bit this year. Um, I know Bobby really loves Dave the Diver, really loves Dredge. Um, there's, there's a ton of really fucking cool games on here. I'm going to get I, rid of Humanity and Cassette Beast really quick. Okay. Um, God, humanity's so cool too. It is. Um, so is um I'm gonna get rid of Sea of Stars. Okay. Because honestly, it is a prequel to the Messenger. Now that I'm thinking about it. I'm the only one here. Is it really, or did they? Did they? Okay, I I didn't know if they said that at one point and then took it back yeah. in a in yeah. a. What was the what was the PUBG one that got taken back? Yeah, it's it's still there. Okay. Yeah. Um. Hmm. I I really. I have two horses. Well, no. What's okay, against the storm? It is a roguelite city builder. Okay. Um, and you are you are the like the city manager. You we streamed it one time uh, on Friday. Yeah. Okay. Um it's it's insanely cool. I was it just, just playing hit it 1.0 started the eighth, right? I kinda I kinda remember. Oh, it's on sale right now. Um, but yeah, I, I picked it up earlier earlier this year when it was in early access. Um, but you you pick a spot in this forest and you start building buildings, uh, shelter, chopping down wood, uh, stuff to build different crafts, and there's trading, and it's you know it's it's all the things that you would expect uh, with a city builder base building strategy type game, uh, with the caveat that you are running against a clock called the Queen's, I think it's like Queen's Ire or something like that, where the longer you play, the closer you get to running out of time. But there are things that you can do to, um, you know, lower that bar down. Like uh, your, wood, your woodcutters will open up a grove 
and certain groves have, are legendary and they have events uh, where certain conditions have to be met. And you can, it usually gives you two options. You can either like salvage what's there or send what you find to the queen to appease her and it'll it'll give you more time to do other stuff and it just has a flow and everything interconnects and meshes in a way it just it works so perfectly and this is I, this is a pretty small team i think um but it's it's one of the coolest games i played this year and i'm i'm really happy that it hit 1.0 yeah uh, before the That's year awesome. was out like the like one of the things I I was seeing here is that somebody was saying it's like Warhammer without the the war part. Like you're yeah. it's like an RTS where you're building stuff up. It's it's almost like you're trying to do like the Zerg rush, except you're not yeah. rushing anybody because you're not attacking anyone. But it's no, just... you're 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 finding jobs for people in certain species who are more proficient at different tasks. So you have to figure out okay, you go here, you go here, you go here. Uh, I still need some builders left over to like build paths and, and build new buildings whenever I have stuff. And one of the things I absolutely love is they, they, if you have to tear something down, you get all your resources back. That's always nice. Uh, and mm -hmm. you can move any building. So if the supply that your trappers are harvesting runs out, you well, you can just move it. And if you found another grove that has more stuff for you to harvest, we'll just move it over there and you don't have to worry about reconstructing it. It is in just immaculately crafted game um and i am adding it to my steam wish list right now you should it's, it's, on it's also on right game now. pass too chase oh yeah it is on okay. game pass yeah uh so yeah we can we can cut it um yeah, but it's I very cool shout, yeah i want to shout those guys out that is um aramite games nice. um and yeah just absolutely fantastic game i'm gonna get rid of roboquest I was gonna ask Bobby, should we? Ooh, really? Yeah. You love that game. I we do love that game. That game. That it's game very, is it's awesome. It's very cool. Um, it, it had a hell of a thing. It came out of absolute nowhere for me. I didn't even know what it was. Mm -hmm. Johnny had it purchased and didn't even know he had it. <laughs> so, yeah. uh, but I had so much but, fun with that game. Uh, I got a code for it last year. Yeah. From somewhere, uh, and I didn't. I never played it, and then it hit one point and it became. Bobby and I were co-opted that together several times. Yeah. Uh, I would be up for getting rid of. I mean, at this point, I think Jusant, Venba, and Viewfinder are the are the ones I I stump for hardest. I know Bobby's going to make a real hard push for Dredge, though, which I totally get. I mean, Hi-Fi Rush and Dredge are kind of where I'm circling the waters right now. Um, there's a, Does there's that mean big, we're okay a... getting rid of Dave Cocoon and and Chance? I would get rid of those. Yeah. Johnny, are you okay. okay with that? Yeah. Okay. Um, I I kind of think I'd like to just talk about Hi-Fi Rushes. I'm not ready to cut it because I think it could win this in a lot of ways, but yeah. that came from Tango Gameworks. They've made The Evil Within and Ghostwire Tokyo. This thing debuted out of absolute nowhere. It was kept a secret. Like I had no idea this was a thing that was coming out at all. They yeah, showed the trailer did. and launched it, and it had just a fucking skyrocket jump when it came out. It was so cool. 
I know it's not everybody's cup of tea, but it also blended different things in a genre, like an arena fighter with mm-hmm. a rhythm game, which I thought was really cool. I also it has looked, such a style to it. It well. has like, such a style. Like not only was it a surprise release, but they show the they show the trailer and you go, "What the hell is that? And why yeah. can't I play it yet?" And they say, yeah. "You can game. play it. Play it right now." I know. It, it's a hell. It was a hell of a pitch. And I think from a debut standpoint, it debuted in such a spectacular way. It debuted from a studio that has never done anything like this at all. And it debuted uh, to critical reception as as well. And uh, I, I am not the biggest rhythm person. I think I probably like them more than both of you. Like, really, it was um, uh, the Crypt of the Necrodancer and then Hyrule. Sure. Like, that's kind of what got me there with it. But I don't know, man, like there's that one was such a zeitgeist moment this year in gaming. Like I felt everybody was calling it game of the year in January or whenever that was. And I didn't want to like it nearly as much as I did. And it came out so fucking strong in such a big way that it was a disruptor in a lot of like in genres and in delivery. And I think it's one of those things that you cannot see done without Game Pass also like. This was a Microsoft greenlit project for a, the you know a small team at Bethesda. Which holy shit did, did Microsoft need and still needs uh, yeah. reasons for people to to get on Game Pass. I mean, they, there's a lot of reasons to get on Game Pass, but are there a lot of reasons that you need an Xbox? And here's a, a game that is exclusive to to Microsoft. Uh, that yeah. you know a small a smaller thing for sure. It's not like. It's not like a big tent pole thing, like a God of War or something that Sony's putting out. But to have like this is a Microsoft game that you point to and go, this is a thing that you can only play on our stuff. Yep. Uh, instead of just, hey, you can get the the same game that you would have gotten on your PlayStation, but now you get it for your subscription thing as a part of uh, I, Game Pass. I'm going to cut dredge game. if we're cutting things. I'm going to cut dredge for this for Hi-Fi wow. Rush. Okay. I love Dredge. You all know how much I love that game. It's so fucking cool. Um, but I also played that game on a Next Fest demo with you, Chase, and fell in love with it there and got super yeah. amped. And so the debut was that way for me, where, again, being critical here of just like debuting in a lot of ways, mm-hmm. I think Hi-Fi Rush wins it for me. I mean, in a, in a similar, in a, in a, in a show of, of, uh, that solidarity i'm gonna i'm gonna cut venba venba's hugely important to me i had a great time with that game it made me think a lot after i was finished playing it um i i think i think jusant and viewfinder somehow even left a stronger impression on me Mm -hmm. um that i that's a real that's a real good three i I don't even love hi-fi rush all that much but i respect it so much that i'm totally fine with here here yeah um Johnny, you've not really played Viewfinder, if I'm not mistaken. You've played an I've hour played of Jusant. these games. Okay, all right. Wow. Um, How do you feel about these games? Um, Hi-Fi Rush is really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you're right. Jusant and Viewfinder aren't very cool. <laughs> They're not. They fucking suck. Um, Man, I think just in terms of sheer... I really have never played anything like this before. I'm leaning towards viewfinder. Um, and 
the other two, Jusant is beautiful. It's very visually striking. Um, Hi-Fi Rush also like it just oozes yeah. like so much attitude and it's so fun. I I can't pick. I don't so know. So I I generally think that this is a bad argument that I'm about to make. Uh, but when we get down to tough decisions like this, mm -hmm. um, we've given and an we award. To, we've given an award to Jusant. Jusant has gotten its flowers. That's from fair. Us. Uh, okay. These other two games, very fantastic games. This would be a great time to spread the love a little bit. I, because we're having such a hard decision with this, I, I think that's very unfair to Jusant. Somebody could come back and go like, "That's that sucks. You you love Jusant. You should put Jusant right. here." And I'm like, "That's a great argument." But also, I want us to end the podcast someday. Uh, so yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, I think we can cut Jusant in that. Okay, in that. so it's down to Viewfinder and it's down to Hi-Fi Rush then. Yeah. I, I tend to lean viewfinder. Yeah. It sounds like you and Johnny do. Um, and I can respect that. Um, I have nothing against viewfinder. I think it's a fantastic video game. Um, yeah, I, I think, I think that is just the direction I am leaning right that's now. That's fine. Yeah. Like um, look. I, I played a ton of these kinds of games, like, like the portals. Um, I played uh, super liminal and like, there's, there's a lot of these kinds of games, the, the, the portal clones. And this one, when you kind of start it, you're like, oh yeah, I've played, I've played these before. But there were there were a bunch of amazing ideas I found as I was playing through Viewfinder that made me feel a different way than when I'm playing Cube or whatever the Q U V E. I, I still think Tango Softworks deserves a huge round of applause yes. for Hi-Fi Rush. But also Just completely outside their wheelhouse. Well, not only that, but like the fact that this game in 2023 was able to come out and surprise people is like this came like mm -hmm. the fact that there was no leak. Yeah. yeah. Like there's a lot to be celebrated there with it. And it is one of the best games I played this year by Country Mile. Uh, I had uh, a great time. I don't, with I don't it. know if it's going to win that category either, but I see that it's not on here. So I'm going to add Hi-Fi Rush to the overachiever. Of the oh, game. yeah. Yeah, I think that's, I, that's, that's good. I think the argument you're making for it is the argument that makes more sense down here. Uh, uh, not, that it doesn't not that it doesn't deserve to be in both categories, but uh, Hi-Fi Rush should certainly be mentioned when we're talking about overachiever. Yeah. So we'll get yeah. to that. Um, all right. So congrats to Viewfinder. Hell of a thing. Uh, we are now getting into a category that we've called different things in the past, but we are going to stick with the I wish I liked it more. And uh, we tried. We watched the trailers. We read the reviews. We may have even bought and played the game ourselves. But at the end of the day, these games just didn't click with us, even though we really thought they would have. And I cannot think a better person to read it oh, than Chase Kinnicky <laughs> because Chase uh, doesn't like anything. And... I think it's that we true. should. <laughs> I think that we should have Chase celebrate. You'll, yeah, I think you'll find that I like food sponsored quite by <laughs> sponsored uh, by Chase. Yeah. So, so to say, th this has been different kinds of categories before. And I'm going to get about. a refill while you read through these. I'll be right back. Go for it. Fuck all of Bobby's games. Uh, <laughs> um, you can fuck all those games. <laughs> <laughs> we've. Um, We've we've called this like worst game before, or yeah, it's had meaner titles. It, it was it was meaner, and and I'm not to, this is not to say that these games are bad. Some of these games are pretty decent, but but the idea here is that they weren't they weren't our kinds of games. Or we, we yep. hey, we wish we liked it more. It's the name of the fucking category, um, and and I think that's better than just 
completely shitting on a video game. I know we kind of just did that with Technically Terrible, but that was shitting on it in a very specific manner, whereas uh, I Wish I Liked It More is more about... We're, we're still kind of trying to be positive, but man, these, these games didn't quite live up. And, and the real problem with this one, as most categories are, um, we're three different people, and we have different feelings on these games. There might be some games here that people think are really good, uh, so we'll have to have that conversation about what what we feel like. But uh, to get through the list, because uh, I don't want to, I don't want Bobby to get back here and go. You haven't even read off a fucking name yet. Uh, I'm also just stalling to hope to see that happens, but um, I guess it's not going to happen. The <laughs> the ones are Advance Wars One Plus Two uh, Reboot Camp, uh, AEW Fight Forever. Armored Core 6, Fires of Rubicon, Assassin's Creed Mirage, Black Skylands, Dave the Diver, Diablo 4, EA Sports PGA Tour 2023, Exoprimal, Final Fantasy 16, Fire Emblem Engage, Forspoken. Is that how you spell Forspoken? It doesn't have the E there, right? I don't think it does. I, yeah. I think that's right, yeah. Hi-Fi Rush, Land Above, Sea Below, Marvel Spider-Man 2, Minecraft Legends, uh, Octopath Traveler 2, Persona 5 Tactica, Redfall, Sea of Stars, Starfield, and Subpar Pool. Uh, you know, <laughs> I put Hi-Fi Rush here. Uh, I know you did. And if you've, heard, if you've heard what we talked about, what, you did? No, I said I know you did. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's, yeah, that's pretty obvious. I'm going to cut it. Uh, I, I'm the only one that doesn't love it. Um, and, and even I think it's pretty cool. So I, it, I think it's actually really good for this category in, in that instance is that like, I, that it, I truly do wish yeah. I liked it more. Cause I think there's so many cool things about it. Um, but the I, rhythm I think, game, I just, I'm so bad at rhythm games. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, 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 I had such a hard time sticking with it. I wish the, I was better at rhythm games mode. and I would have a much better time with it, but yeah. I, 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 I'm not. Yeah. And so I didn't. So what did I miss? Um, what did we get rid of? I, I cut high by rush. Cause I'm the only one yeah. who, had the issue and and yeah. I'm trying to say I don't even really have an issue with it. I just again I, it, I wish I liked it more. I, I really do. <laughs> I, yeah. I, I swear. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna get rid of Black Skylands. Okay, um, man, that game that game should have been great, right? Yep. We looked at that game. It was like that game. That game looks great. And then and then you kind of came back and said, eh, eh. Yeah. Um, Bobby, what about Starfield? I, I didn't know, put it on here. I put it on here. Oh, what? Why? I, think, I I want to like Starfield. I'm, Why? You hate Bethesda on record more than anybody else on this show. I know. You're not I don't, gonna, you I don't, don't get to flip it, now because it's the cool thing for you I to be the guy that I, likes something. I you don't, don't get to be that asshole. I'm manner. cutting it, it. It's gone. It, it certainly could be my <laughs> contrarian manner. Fuck Bethesda and fuck on you for wanting to like them. It does sound... Broken things sound kind of interesting. I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's it not does, even broken in a fun way. No, right. it's cut, just, cut is fine. Uh, should Redfall be cut? Yes, I didn't want to like Red. Well, I did want to like Redfall. I like Arcane. Yeah, um, but yeah. yeah, I I don't know. I I, I mean, the, what, uh, <laughs> there's a huge gulf between. What is this category? This category is. It, well, hang on a second. Where'd it go? Fire Emblem. It, it's Fire Emblem Engage. <laughs> sure. Oh, I wish okay. I liked it more. More than anything so I, on here. I liked parts of Fire Emblem Engage. I played a lot. That game sucks, it. man. Uh, that game does not suck. It sucks so fucking bad. It, it, I've, I have 80 game hours to tell you it doesn't suck. Good. But uh, I, 
I agree that even I wish I liked it more and that there are some things that I think could be coming off of three houses. And this is the best they can do for their 30th anniversary. Fucking terrible. I wanted to like this game so bad. What are your problems with the game? exactly? The writing is awful. Sure. Sure. I think that the characters they, they created for this game are awful. I think you and the red and blue hair shit is fucking stupid. Yeah. Oh, the aqua fresh hair. Yes. I don't like a layer at all. It's so it's like, look, no offense to a VTuber, but that's, it's just like pandering to that crowd. I, I wasn't the biggest fan of three houses art style either. Um, coming off of coming off of echoes, uh, which I think is the best art style I've maybe ever seen in a video game. Uh, but I agree that the VTuber style was, was a little rough for me on, on some of the characters. I, I really genuinely like some of the characters. We mentioned Lapis and best character that yeah. I put up there. Um, but they are two dimensional, very, very two. I, I would uh, like, I would like to like them more. I want, I really wanted to like this game so much. I like the structure of the game quite a bit. Like it, it goes back to an older style of Fire Emblem game yeah. where you have to kind of gradually get characters rather than three houses where it's just like, here's your students. That, that, yeah. Those are your guys. Think, that, that's your team. And I think and, for me, it's not like I still have some very positive feelings about specifically the combat in that game. Um, and I just kind of skipped through everything else because it yeah. drove me fucking crazy. I mean, if that's um, the winner here, I'm fine with it because I, I agree. I, I do wish I liked it more. I, I still had a okay. good time with that video game. I, uh, I'll tell you, it's still going to be high on my top 10, but I. I think the for, only other one me, that Fire I have a game that's not Diablo. in my top 10 every year is a disappointment. I think it's <laughs> this and Diablo. I think it is two. this and Diablo. And here's the reason why, like, I'm leaning more towards Final Fantasy. Or, I'm sorry, not Final Fantasy, but to Fire Emblem. Mm-hmm. I wish I like Final Fantasy better, too, though. Um, I think that the further I've gotten away from not enjoying Diablo 4, the more I'm content not ever liking that game again. And I want Diablo to be good. I, I loved my time with 3 when I came to it later on. I the, think the mobile one you loved. I liked yeah. Immortal quite a bit, too. And I put a shit ton of time in to multiple betas of Diablo 4 to have it become a thing I fucking loathed playing. I said audibly to myself, by myself, this is not fun. And it, it continued to be that. And they've since, I mean, I bought the early access, yeah. high-end version of this. We both did. Didn't touch the battle pass on it. It launched in a nope. state. So, like, for me... I could easily see Diablo 4 winning this because of how much time I put on it. But if you're asking me right now, I really, really wanted to like Fire Emblem probably. I liked Diablo, at least at some point. And I think Diablo is a far worse game than Fire Emblem. But I just... I'll I'll, I'll go either way with you on that. All right, let's give it to Fire Emblem. Yeah, I'm I'm good with that. Because I genuinely... I I, I do want to like it more. Yeah, I... This is gonna sound weird coming from me. I wanted to like Exoprimal. I, I like, hey, yeah. Capcom's putting out a, a Capcom. They don't fucking miss these days. Mm-hmm. And oh, a game with dinosaurs, like like Dino Crisis, like Capcom's old thing. And they're like, well, it's not like Dino Crisis. I'm like, oh, okay, but it's Capcom and dinosaurs and cool shooty shit. That that'll be fun. And we played it and played it that one night, and I did not have a lot of fun. And yeah, I think we all uninstalled it very quickly after. Yeah, I think after Never that stream we did. Yeah. It was it was very very uh, mid for Capcom. Yes, you the know, zoomers say. as the yes. zoomers would say. 
Uh, that gets us down to, so again, I, I sincerely, I'm not saying this to be a dick. I really want to like Fire Emblem more. I do. Yeah. And, and again, as, as a person who actually does really like that Fire Emblem game, I still do wish I liked it more. Uh, yeah. There's, there's a lot of problems I still have with it. That brings us to overachiever of the year. Uh, Chase, why don't you, before I read through this, can you break down like what it means to be the overachiever of the year? Yeah, we've so we used to call this best surprise, and mm-hmm. and in that sense, we kind of talked about it as like a game that kind of came out of nowhere and and blew us away, or a game we thought was going to be bad because of trailers and shit, and we were like, oh, that's that's fucking terrible, and then it came out, we thought it was good, um, but then we found that to be a little limiting. Of you know, there are games that we thought were going to be okay or thought we would even like, but then they they completely overachieved they completely mm-hmm. went beyond the expectations that we had for them and so we've we've broadened this category out it's it's a little unfair because our interpretations of what's an overachiever are, are different from each other but i think it's still this is kind of our way of celebrating a game yeah. that did more than we thought it could the the description we have here is what game surprise or what game surpassed its expectations the most maybe it's a game that flew under the radar but then took the world by storm maybe it's a fantastic sequel to a mediocre debut Maybe it's a game we thought we'd enjoy, but ended up putting hundreds of hours into it. There's a, one game specifically I can think of like that. Hmm. Uh, hmm. The criteria is a little fuzzy. We know it when we see it. Uh, so, Bobby, why don't you get on this list and yeah. we'll talk about what uh, we think works here. We have Avatar Frontiers of Pandora, Baldur's Gate 3, Chance of Sinar, Dave the Diver, Hi-Fi Rush, Jusant, Lego Fortnite, Lies of P. Remnant 2, RoboQuest, Shadow Gambit, The Cursed Crew, Shogunners, Street Fighter 6, The Legend of Zelda, Tears of the Kingdom, The Murder of Sonic the Hedgehog, and Viewfinder. So I think we should cut Street Fighter 6. Like Street Fighter 4 was good. We know that the you know, it was good. Street Fighter 5 Johnny was you know, not so great, but we know about it. Um <laughs> He's, he's going should, to murder you. We should leave this uh, game uh, Bobby, why? Why is Zelda on here? Why are you giving me an Because aneurysm? I am on record stating that I think that Breath of the Wild is a great game, but it was not a fantastic Zelda game. And I also think that leading up to this game coming out, you can go very online and see how many people were saying it's just DLC for Breath of the Wild. And it started off that way. And they even said that, and they said, we think we have some ideas to make it more into a full-fledged thing. And in a period in a season where that's been tried and failed, I think Tears of the Kingdom coming out and somehow beating out Breath of the Wild, which is considered to be the greatest video game of all time. Sure. And to have Tears of the Kingdom come out and somehow do that again and be better for folks is overachieving in one of the biggest triumphant ways. Like you don't really break your personal world record too often when you set it. Yeah. And so I think for Nintendo to come out on the same console, mind you, and do all that stuff again this late into the cycle is pretty fucking phenomenal and overachieving to me. And that's why I put it on here. Uh, I respect that answer. And yet I still find it wild. (laughs) It's. I think it. I think it overachieved a lot in Nintendo fanboy eyes, certainly in the industry sure. eyes. Yeah. But uh, do I think it's the biggest one of the year? No. So it's getting cut. Yeah. But that's why I put it on there. Okay. I also. I'm gonna get rid of Showgunners. I'm gonna clean up okay. a few of these really quick. I'm gonna okay. get rid of. Uh, I'm gonna get viewfinder. Like. Yeah. 
yeah. I kind of mentioned it before, but like we've seen a lot of portal clones before. Yep. Um, and so going in, I was like, yeah, okay. I kind of know what this is. And it ended up being one of my favorite games of the year. Uh, so it was a surprise to me. It's certainly overachieved in that manner, but also looking at the trailers and seeing, seeing the camera stuff in the trailers kind of got me like, Oh, this, this looks really cool. So yep. average it out in a way kind of comes out in the wash. I'm going to cut out shadow gambit while that was an overachiever for me. Cause I haven't played anything. People who are a fan of that studio and that genre, that game was going to be a slam dunk for them. So yeah. uh, I'm going to cut that one out. I don't think it wins here, but I do want to highlight Remnant 2 just doing a fucking gigantic frog leap over the predecessor that came before it into something that a shit ton of people really went to more than the first game ever. And they made a a phenomenal product there. Was Um, Remnant was Remnant 1 really not that liked? I don't I don't. It was. It was like more like kind of it did not. It did not get spoken of into the the avenues and places that I've heard Remnant Two get spoken into yeah. this year, but yeah, it had a, it had a following, very cultish I, for sure. I, I've heard some of the the Destiny YouTubers that I that I watch even like start to talk about that game mm-hmm. in in a way which which I think is all, more probably due to Bungie's Bungie and Destiny state, in general yeah. being weird. Um, but you you do you do catch from time to time the Destiny YouTube streamers going like, uh, what if I what if I went to Diablo content and then Diablo content really didn't do it for them, no. so they had to come back and like, uh, uh what about Remnant Two? And and it turned out a lot of people really like Remnant. Yeah. So that yeah, that seems, it's quite good. Seems I, like a good one. I'm going to cut Avatar, even though it probably is lifting the heaviest here, <laughs> um, considering that I had like a negative Dude, desire to oh, check this thing out. I just I, I don't I, think any game on this list was lower from the from the. Get-go. I know, <laughs> but I got to tell you, I'm having a hard time finding things to be upset with in Avatar I Frontiers just, of Pandora. I just, I just fucking do not care. I and I do it. not like Avatar almost, the movie. I yeah. think they suck. But this game is really fucking cool. <laughs> It's wild. Uh, yeah. Uh, I don't think, I mean, look. Baldur's Gate 3. Were we, I mean, obviously it has overachieved what some people. I mean, dude, I think that's like, one of the most under. It's a unicorn. It is a unicorn. 100%. Like, I think that that has overachieved more than most things on here. To become the game. Very much. And to become like the game of the so. year. Like yeah. through a lot of people's eyes. If you would have told me when we started playing early access in 2020 that that would be as high up as it is and all the I was said there's no way. Yeah. No way. The, the only counter and I'm not saying this disqualifies it, but the only counter I can think of is this game has been in early access for a very long time. People have yeah. gotten their hands on this game and knew I think that they were going to enjoy 1.0 when it came out. Yeah, and then yeah. 1.0 came out and people liked it. So in that instance, for me, it didn't feel like a surprise. The reaction it's gotten since 1.0, yeah, yeah. absolutely yeah. a surprise. Yeah. The way it's and broken point, through. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. To your point, like a game that uh, this is a this is a uh, a Baldur's Gate three to a game that many of its players have never played Baldur's Gates one and or two, um, yep. and for it to come out and not only be financially successful not only to be critically successful but to be the game of the fucking year uh for the yeah. game awards the the quote unquote oscars of video games they're, they're yeah. fucking, yes they're fucking very high. prestigious um <laughs> but yeah absolutely that is that is a, a hell of an achievement yep agreed big time agreed 
Uh, uh, I, I would I would cut chance here. Uh, I put chance on here because in our in our monthly preview, we thought it looked kind of dumb. We yeah, I mean it was we mentioned it. It's like it's it's fucking changing water levels. Like yep, that's boring as fuck. We've we've seen that shit so many times. And yes, it's got a striking art style, but what do you actually fucking do in the game? Yep. Um, and then you picked it up and gave it a shot and went, Chase, Chase you need to you need to try. You check that out. I played it <laughs> and I went, God damn it, it's really good. <laughs> yep. Um, so in in that instance, a- absolutely a, a great uh, representation of what this category should be. Uh, yeah. But I don't know if it's the winner compared to. Something. I'm gonna get rid of RoboQuest for the same thing. Like I, that game came out of nowhere for me, blew me away. I. Loved it so much, but uh, I chase. I have not, and probably will never play the murder of Sonic the Hedgehog. Yeah, I figured that was coming. Uh, th- so this one, to me, it's it's a visual. Hey, we made a visual novel of Sonic the Hedgehog, and right away you're going to turn off ninety uh, percent of your audience, if not if not ninety nine percent of your audience. Um, and it's just it felt like this cast off little joke thing. It, did it even come out on April? When did it come out? It might have come out around April Fool's. It was around April April's Fool. Um, and, March, and so yeah, the idea, March 31st. Yeah, exactly. So this this idea of, hey, we did a dumb little thing. Go go try it. You're like, oh, this is going to be shit. But, you know, I don't know. It's free. Let's give it a shot. Um, and it ended up just being a really well-written, fun little mm-hmm. sequence. Uh, it's, it's not going to blow your mind. But as a as a fun little bonus that i believe if the story if i think the story is that the the sonic team social media or like the the people who run like the sonic the hedgehog twitter account and it's it was like a very socially community uh driven thing of we brought this idea to sega they let us they let us play around and and just was like hey yeah go go try it why not and it turned out to be this this pretty successful thing that was that ended up being really I, it, cool. It blew up for sure. It's it's it almost twenty thousand reviews on Steam. It's That's, it's a real neat thing. Um, does does it win this category? No, but I think for me it was probably the thing that surprised me the most of the lowest of low expectations and coming out of it going that was that was cool that was fun. Yeah, cool. Anyway, I'll cut it. Here, here's my question. Is there any way that we don't say it was Street Fighter 6 here? I mean, there's two people who would say I that it probably know. isn't, but there's um, there's one I mean, person who I think shines above all. Yeah. It, it's extremely uh, personal. Give me the hour count. Me. Give me the hour count, Johnny. Uh, let's see. Well, I played, I played more while I did my cardio workout today on the <clears> PlayStation. Um, did you did just, you eclipse my destiny hour count this year? Yes, I'm yeah. I'm I'm probably at like 220 hours. Okay, I, totally. I did 250. The game's so nice, he bought it twice this year. So uh, so I think actually by that logic, overachieving of the year. Congratulations, Destiny Two. All right, <laughs> overachieving yet again. <laughs> I um, look. I I think you can make a really strong case for Baldur's Gate Three. We know mm-hmm. it's gotten. Praise from us in other categories here. Two two things already um, with best uh, new character, better together. We love that game. It's certainly sweeping our awards, but I think 
watching what Street Fighter Six did to you and to a lot of people who was kind of still doing to me. Yeah, like even outside of the Johnny argument, which is a strong yeah. argument because it's it's our fucking podcast, it's our it's our awards. But for Street Fighter Five, when that or Street, okay, you gotta go back. Street Fighter Four mm-hmm. was was this kind of out of nowhere. Holy shit, we brought Street Fighter yeah. back. Fighting games are back. It, fighting games are back. It led mm-hmm. to a, a complete resurgence. Evo became a big thing again, yep. uh, based on that. And then uh, five huge. came out. Five came out and was and terrible. Just, didn't yeah. have a story mode. It, like yep. it was was missing so many things out of it, and people were really not happy about it. And it took a long time of them coming out with new versions and adding new characters and balance patches and fixing things and putting a fucking story mode in it um, for people to go, okay, this game this game's at a good spot now. And then six comes out, and I think there was a lot of worry that is this going to be a five thing again? Are we are we going to be trapped again where we have to uh, like bear with this shit game until it gets good enough, until it gets enough patches that we can play it competitively again? And then they put out one of the greatest games ever made. It's and insane. It's, it's totally uh, electrified the the fighting it, game community. It, it makes me excited me... about watching Evo to see yeah. these new styles and characters and things like that. I don't want to play it. I don't after play, yeah after a lifetime of wishing that I could get into fighting games and be good at them I got into a fighting game and I'm I'm pretty fucking good at Street Fighter guys um they introduced a control scheme that makes much more sense to my uh Smash Brothers brain and turns out like when I don't have to think about the six button layout mm-hmm. I can I can do some real bad stuff and <clears throat> I went from just terrible, obviously, when I first started it and was playing against friends to now, like the people, one of my friends I play against, I like I can beat them at least half the time now. Um, That's what you want, right? Like you you don't want to you don't want to be stomped. You don't want to stomp. But like when you get that 50 ish percent win rate. Yeah, you you get good games out of it. And it's every time I pick it up, I just it feels it feels so good it's ugh, i just i i i think yeah, that I'll we give it to johnny for I'd sure love it uh, yeah yeah I, I think it's a totally worthy yeah. worthy thing here outside of johnny but especially so how many times have i said i'm, I'm gonna too many any game and too then I, Dude, I would probably be more excited about this game if i could have played it but anytime i tried to play it you kicked me off of it <laughs> so like and i refuse to pay for street fighter so thanks johnny there we yeah. are. You're welcome. All right. Congrats to Street Fighter for being the overachiever of the year. Give us back our Johnny. Uh, that brings us to a new category here called Bobby's Virtual Insanity. I'm an idiot and I got back into VR for some strange reason. And I got to tell you that their power wash simulator in VR is one of the coolest things I've been able to relax to this year. And if you happen to have a MetaQuest or MetaQuest, I'm sorry, MetaQuest 2 or MetaQuest 3, Check it out. It is it is one of the coolest ways to play that game. And I have cleaned up the entire neighborhood while checking out podcast. And I get I get YouTube uh, pre-roll ads of that, mm-hmm. of of just the the power wash VR. And every time I see it, I'm like, I don't like VR, but that looks pretty good. It's very good. Uh, I'm having a great time with it. So uh, there's a bunch of other cool shit I've played this year on on that so far. And Xbox Game Pass just came to the Meta Quest today. So I can actually have all those games just on a giant screen wearing that headset with my Xbox controller on the couch. And it's really fucking cool to have have that there. 
is a Suprat VR in uh, in that. Mm -hmm. And you don't have to have any cables. You just put it on and go into a room, and you are good to go. Yeah, that sounds that sounds pretty good. Maybe it's very to good. Over to your house someday, and I'll bring it over more. when we do our holiday stuff this year. Yeah, yeah, we might have to do that. I want to play more Suprat VR. You've probably and, heard this and next. Power wash. Yeah, I've got a really cool mech game for you, Chase. Um, okay. I like, I like cool you actually honk the horn like a semi truck inside of a mech with your okay, it's very perfect. good great uh touchy feely a game that we've maybe talked about having uh the game that got us through a bad year or a game for impact game that made us feel the most we've called it a bunch of the other things but touchy feely is our loving term for this category uh what game made us emotional this year well sad happy frustrated there's a lot of emotions but we typically focus on the ones that warm our hearts uh, what game had a message to communicate? What game was a capital E experience that shouldn't be missed? And we've got four games that we would like to talk about tonight. Venba, Chance of Sonar, Viewfinder, and Jusson. I personally feel there's a very strong standout in this group already, but I think there's a lot of stories to be told with the other ones. Congratulations to Venba. <laughs> it's Venba. It's absolutely yeah. Venba. It's, it's it's absolutely Venba. I, I mean, hey, chance, chance. I think there is something really cool about um, th this idea, uh, this like Tower of Babel kind of allegory. Mm -hmm. This idea of bringing language together and what people can do when when they are able to communicate with each other. Um, Viewfinder. It's it, I mean, it's more of like what the ending is, but it's kind yeah. of a game about um, loss, about climate change stuff, and about uh, ecology. Um, but it's it's wrapped up in some philosophy kind of stuff as well. That that's that's pretty well written. I, I think mm -hmm. it's good. And uh, Jusant also kind of a climatey game um, that I think has some some really great moments. I think there's a lot of really great writing in the the mm -hmm. di in the um, like diary entries and things that you pick up and and read. Uh, but what, like I've mentioned before, Venba just made me feel. It's like, such an awesome like story. Calling my mom. <laughs> Yep. But it also you're, like you're brought more every time. like understanding for things that we probably all witnessed in some capacity in our small ass hometowns and just sure. like exclusion and you know being three white dudes I think that we've made it, you know, pretty easy where we can fit in and understand and like find folks that look like us and think like us. Yeah. And I think uh you know finding your place especially if you are being up and mixed cultures uh it's really cool to see some representation there and just got to peek in and understood like oh okay that makes more sense now yeah like my my high school had maybe five and this is this a high school of let's say 400 kids again we're pretty mm -hmm. pretty small but i think a, a total of like five non-white kids in mm -hmm. in the high, entire high school so very uh very homogenous and and then yep. going to the university of missouri and and uh having much more diversity available to you um was yeah. a, it was a big eye-opener um but a game like venba i think does open you up to uh, a new culture a new way of thinking yeah. um totally. in, in ways that you know, i i would like to think i'm i'm more open and and thinking about diversity and and caring about that kind of stuff today um and and Venba even further was like yeah like open up your mind even further and and let's let's see see how other people live and and I thought it was just a, a really really affecting game and uh, certainly certainly deserving to win this category. 
Totally. Uh, this next category we got, congratulations to Vin, but first and foremost, we really loved everything about you. Uh, we are going to be breaking down our four favorite screenshots of the year. I'm, I'm going to be able to show them here. If you're an audio listener, go check out our Twitter page or, or uh, social media on Instagram. But for those of you watching us right now, we're going to turn our cameras off and just put these images pretty much full screen here. So give me one second to get us over to that monthly preview page and we will get rid of that. What is going on? Why is that being weird? Screenshots. We'll turn that on. There we go. Um, all right. So we've got uh, four for each of us. I think mine are going to be up first here. Uh, so if you're watching this for the two of you, uh, actually, I can just show it right here since our cameras are covered up. Sure. Uh, let me grab this for you all here. There we go. Uh, so this first one I have here is from Dredge. And this, again, spoilers, but this is the end of the game. The, the bad ending of the game, but I thought it was fucking awesome. That is uh, eldritch horror yeah, shit yeah, right there. Yeah, it's very fucking good. And that game rules. What's uh, uh what's what's on your boat there? Like what's the that is guy? the soul and spirit of your wife. Oh. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Very fucking cool. Um and you basically are in a position here where you're having to choose to have her resurrected and to do so you've brought this out and uh it's not good uh the next one again one of my favorite games of the year with hi-fi rush such a fucking good moment and i know chase is probably very anime um but it Absolutely. was very fucking cool you blast the arm off of this thing and it's such a a cool way it was awesome uh you should you should watch gurren lagan <laughs> okay it's it's basically just this every episode all right uh and then I as we talk you know what he does he does love anime as we talked about here is the battle of dragondorf as you ride atop the dragon going to fight and it was Hell such yeah. an awesome moment it was so fucking good and then lastly your boy my boy hello turgle <laughs> just popping up at the bar hanging out talking to me about saving his ass i'm getting stomped uh turgle's a good boy and I, mm -hmm. we must protect him at all costs. Yeah, I'll Chase, you want to talk about this one? I'd be dead. Uh, yes, this is this is my first one. This is from uh, a very muddy looking game called Armored Core Six. It is a muddy Con. muddy game. Um, this this ain't muddy though. This is pretty this is pretty fucking clean right here. Mud don't move, baby. <laughs> uh, this is this is relatively early in the game. Uh, I just nice man, I think the the light and shadows that they've got on on some of these things and some of the the sky boxes and vistas are are really cool uh looking at it that that mech design is terrible but uh, it certainly does look good so i uh i'm a big fan man what a what a cool looking game speaking of cool looking games this is chance of sonar uh this is just kind of like a a small area you can walk to like this little this little mm -hmm. balcony and there's not really much of a reason to come out here but it is it was just so pretty and, and yep. in a game that has a ton of pretty vistas. This was, was the prettiest. This is from the, the very first area of the game. So not, oh, yeah. not very spoilery at all, but, uh, but holy shit, get, get used to looking at cool scenes like this all game long. Yep. Uh, so destiny two, it's a brand new video game. Certainly didn't come out in 2017 or anything. Um, <laughs> This this is here because this was the the day Lance Reddick died, 
and you had uh, a lot of a lot of people show up to Destiny, and I was seeing some of this stuff on Twitter, and I decided to to go check it out myself. Uh, where you had a lot of people who were standing in the middle there, you can see Commander Zavala, um, and you had a, a lot of Destiny, especially people who play as the Titan class because Zavala is the the vanguard leader of the Titans. Um, you had a lot of Titans who were showing up and doing emotes of of trying to give reverence to to mm-hmm. Lance Reddick and and thank him through Commander Zavala. Uh, and I it was just a it was a cool moment and it's a it's kind of a dumb weird thing of doing it through a video game but it was there was like a a meaningful kind of tribute to it that that felt that felt important even if it's a silly video game thing and uh man that that guy will be missed he he did some oh, yeah, great he work great. not just on destiny but on on many other games tv shows movies solid solid dude um, yeah really really solid uh, and then this last one's from Jusan. I just, I really like this. Uh, I think you you were able to take a lot of cool photos in, in Jusan. Uh, I wish the game had a more dedicated photo mode. Um, it does try to keep your character in the middle of the screen whenever possible, uh, which is a bummer if you care about the rule of thirds. Um, no. But this was this was one shot I, I got that I, I just really liked. Um, it's it's kind of hard to get good shots in, mm-hmm. in this game because... You, you kind of want to look out, mm-hmm. but uh, because it's a game that's so vertically made, uh, you don't, <laughs> when you look out, you just see a bunch of blank sky. Totally. Um, yeah. So uh, this, this was a shot I, I really liked. And I, I really like this, uh, the little collectible of doing the, the rock puzzles. Oh yeah. Finding, finding these rock puzzles in, in different places. So I just really like that area. Johnny, you're up. Uh, this is from cyberpunk. Uh, I was just walking around Night City and I saw this NBC walking past. This is a like a a billboard, like an LED billboard. And she's carrying mm-hmm. this translucent umbrella. And I just I couldn't stop taking pictures. It was just the way that it was filtering through it's her really umbrella cool. yeah. and uh, her her side eyeing me a little bit. Oh, yeah. She's she's and, noticing you like, what the fuck yeah. are you taking my photo for? Um, I don't know. Like it was just I I took a bunch of pictures of her and that one. That was my favorite. Nice. Um, this is from Everspace. Uh, yeah, baby. I'm, I'm pretty sure I I blew up <laughs> whatever <laughs> is exploding in the background there, and I'm it making my getaway. Um, Looking good. Everspace, incredibly like you take screenshots of that thing yeah, all day long. It's such a it's, cool game. It's so good. Um, <laughs> this is this is when I got to gold with Zangief in Street Fighter Six, and it is just I was so psyched. I, I couldn't believe that I. I got to that high of a, a tier in in a fighting game, and uh, it's just one of my favorite moments from this year. Oh yeah, <laughs> this is our best boy, Kelvin. Oh, who's this gentleman? This is Kelvin uh, carrying. Wasn't that a boombox or something? Yeah, sure was. Box, wearing his tuxedo, dressed in his Sunday best. He's got his <laughs> Kelvin name tag on still. He's just the best boy. He's <laughs> he's a simple boy. He catches fish for us. He's very good. Next year, look out best new character because you got some competition. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got some competition. Cool. Let me uh, stop. Did, did you name him Kelvin? Or No, that's that's his name. Okay. Yeah. That's his name. That's what you call him. He's the dude. Sure. <laughs> uh, but yeah, 
some cool stuff. We'll put those up on our social if you're listening to this live. Uh, but that brings us also, speaking of Kelvin, I'd like to congratulate our winner of Sons of the Forest for best early access. Oh, sorry. Did we need to, did we need to decide our favorite photo? Are we doing a favorite photo this year? We just put them all We don't all have out. to. I know we picked the van one before, but that was, that was more. It was a Jesus fan. You kind of had to. It was, it was um, pretty good. Uh, but I don't think no. We need, I don't yeah. Think we we'll just throw those up on our social. Yeah, cool. Uh, and then we get to impressive early access. We we nominated Driftwood, Inkbound, Lethal Company, Sons of the Forest, Starship Troopers, Extermination, Tape to Tape, and Thronefall. Um, some really cool stuff to look forward to in the years to come. But Sons of the Forest is one that I have sunk the most time into. They have put out update after update after update. They've kept a very open dialogue with the community. They've made changes alongside the community. They've put out like, hey, here's our roadmap. They've stuck to it. This game hits 1.0 in February. They've done a very good job of running it, adding in dungeons, new weapons, characters, narrative elements. But even when it launched in early access, it did not feel like an early access game. It was very solid. So good. Anything so on so here fun. that you, Johnny, because you played most of the stuff on PC with me that no, you would push? I was going to ask you if, if anything but Sons in the Forest was. was I mean, Lethal it. Company has made a strong entry yeah. at the end of the year here. But, but I think I think overall, yeah, just given how much time we were able, we were able to spend with Sons. Sons of the Forest, uh, for I, sure. I, I think it takes the category. And if you I can did, believe I, it. I barely knew what any of those games were. We're going to change it next year. Yeah. Uh, I did know what Sons of the Forest was, though. Hell yeah. On, based on things that I've seen. We're getting it. We got through our categories. Uh, we want to uh, congratulate them really quick. Technically terrible. Well, the day before. No congratulations to you, you assholes. Uh, best motor sequences entering the depths in the Tears of the Kingdom. That was so cool. Best debut viewfinder. Hell of a thing. Genre bending. Very, very cool stuff. Uh, I wish I liked it more, Fire Emblem Engage, because I I think that they are doing cool shit. I want to play that game. I'm just having a hard time with this one. Overachiever of the Year, Street Fighter VI. Johnny has the hour count to prove it, but a lot of people have found passion in a dying series uh, and brought it back, and I think that's really cool. Uh, Touchy Feely, we went with Vimba. I said that Power Wash Simulator was a fantastic VR game. We talked about our four screenshots and we celebrated Sons of the Forest in their early access run. And it would be a miss if we did not think about what was ahead of us in the coming months uh, to check out and be excited for. And uh, I would love for Johnny to tell us his most anticipated game of 2024. Is it any surprise that it is Final Fantasy? Yeah, because it's not Final. It's not Street Fighter 7. That's why it's a surprise. Yeah. Well, that that game is not coming out in 2024. That's true. Uh, it's Final Fantasy VII Rebirth with a bullet. Um, I yeah, I'm so excited. You don't have that much farther game. to wait. I know. Yeah. Pretty soon. Pretty well, uh, I am excited for a game called Dungeons of Hinterburg, and if you have not seen this, it looks beautiful. It is a Zelda-like in the spirit of a hi-fi rush set in the Alps. And uh, it looks so fucking badass. Like, watch that trailer and tell me you're not hyped about it. And it's going to be on Game Pass next year when it launches. I'm going to watch that trailer as soon as we're done recording. 
Chase, what about you? What has you excited for next year? Uh, well, I mean, I think the real answer for me is also Final Fantasy VII. But okay. knowing, already knowing that Johnny was going to pick that, uh, because obviously he was, uh, I decided to go slightly different, and I went with Ayuden Chronicles 100 Heroes, which, to be fair, I helped kickstart, so, you know, take take my opinion with a grain of salt. Um, but, hey, the, the makers of Suikoden are making a new Suikoden, and it's got a guy who's a shark. He's a uh, shark? And it, cool. Yeah, he's, he's a shark man. Um, cool. That game, that game seems really good. Uh, it seems like they're pulling it together. Uh, it's supposed to come out next year. I'm really excited for it. So, uh, Hell yeah. I, I do Chronicles That will do it for day two of our casual categories. If you've made it this far, please come back Friday night where we will be presenting our personal top ten list and then we will come together and tell you about our top ten for the casual hour. Uh, No quick looks this week, as you can see. Uh, Go back and listen to Monday's episode. uh, And I have the wrong schedule on here. But no quick looks this week. And just know that we're going to be chatting about uh, more video games and game of the year formatting on Friday night. Uh, If you want to follow along with all of our fun stuff, Chase, what do you have going on that they can listen to as well? Sure. Uh, Well, first, you can read. Uh, you can read my, my articles for my backlog roulettes. Uh, you can find that at gamersonthego.com. I've got one one more left to complete my, my 12-month uh, service. So you'll you'll be seeing that probably at the end of the year or the beginning of next year, probably more likely. Um, but if you want to see something, I think I mentioned it on the Monday podcast, but uh, I, I looked and it actually came out today. In fact, fuck, forgot to forgot to post. For, well. I, it posted. I forgot to post about it when it did post. Um, but my my playthrough of uh, Pokemon Stadium, it's called Stadium Brats, where I'm uh, using only rental Pokemon. That newest episode went out today as we're recording this on Wednesday. Um, so you can go watch that now. And uh, Johnny, I think we're going to try to nail him down and get him on the next episode, which mm-hmm. uh, I'm not 100% sure when we're recording that. But when we do, that should go up soon after uh that's been fun that's a that's a, oh, yeah. a really good series that's been really fun to do nice uh well thank you too for making this another fun filled game of the year casual categories it's my favorite stuff that we do and we will be back live friday to give you our top 10 thanks for watching everybody and we'll see you then